Media. Hello! We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. It's been a week. It has. Another thing, I oh. put on an incense for the podcast. My brother was in here so long, it's burned out. I'm going to really? start another one. That's crazy. Yeah, no, Wilson did come into your room and take a lot of time. I feel bad because I told Stephen I'd be heading his way after this podcast. And, well, it's been extended by like a good 45 minutes, I feel. but That's about how long the incense burns, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes a good bit of sense. That's about how long your brother lasts before he gets bored of us. Except, no, sometimes it's honestly longer. Yeah, sometimes he's got a good few hours in him. Yeah, I think Maria really saved us there without yeah, it her arrival. hitting the couple-hour mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. But Grayson's going to blow out the incense. Get ready for it. Oh. i got to let it burn for a second. Then what? It's been burning for like five seconds. Oh, he's struggling to blow it out. There it goes. Okay, we have an incense. We're here. We're ready. This is exciting, Grayson. How has your week been? We made it. We're alive. It's been a stressful week. Really? Yeah. Your life's falling apart? No. That's good. I can't go too into it because it's work stuff. I'm not yeah. supposed to talk about work stuff. But um, the like most senior person on my team is no longer on the team. She's off doing her own thing. She's moving up in the world. Yeah. Very happy for her. But it's left me as like the new most senior person. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I haven't had that many like responsibilities placed on me, but I feel the weight of like I should be doing more now that I'm the most senior person. Let's go. Yeah. So it's just been stressful. No, been I a, understand that. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You feel like you're letting people down? Yeah. Really? I do. That's so sad. That GameStop will never forgive you for this. I of don't course, think not so. the pot like the GameStop known na- internationally, but no, other GameStop. Local Austin based GameStop. Yeah. Completely separate, unrelated. Um, but you know, you'll figure it out. You I'll know? figure it out. Yeah. This one smells good. It's stronger. I didn't even know you burnt an incense when your brother was in here before two. the podcast. I had two going because I did the cone and the stick. Oh, wow. I think the cone just went out. Okay. Like, it didn't burn all the way through, but the stick burned all the way down. I see. Yeah, I didn't even know. But now I know. It smells so good, Gray the Gray. Yeah, it's been a lot of pressure. been a stressful week. So good. They're mm-hmm. putting some expectations on me. Yeah, I understand. i got to rise to meet them. I understand. You know who I'm happy hasn't risen to expectation and hasn't followed through on their promises? Your apartment complex. They still haven't fixed the gate. In fact, if my I think memory serves me ones right, yeah, now open both sides of the gate in your apartment complex. I think are broken. I think they realized that so many people were now coming in through the exit mm-hmm. that eventually they just have given up. They were like, "This is probably a hazard doing it this way." Yeah, let's just open them both. Okay, that's nice. That's smart, honestly. But I feel like you're still giving them too much credit. I think I probably am. Yeah, but that's what I'd like to believe. Uh huh. And I'm totally okay with that. I don't care if the gate's open, okay. you know? Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Can I talk to you about my apartment complex's gates? Sure. This will be like a pretty long and convoluted story, but it's just been oddly frustrating for me this past week, okay? I wouldn't say my week's been as stressful as yours, but I've had a lot of revelations that have made me upset, specifically regarding my apartment complex gate, okay? And that's the fact that my apartment has two separate entrances on two separate roads, right? One's a more busy road. And then one's a less busy road that has the main entrance, right? Mm -hmm. But the busy road entrance, I haven't been able to use in like, I don't know, probably like over half a year. And basically, it used to work fine. It worked fine for the first two years I lived in my apartment. And then when I went to get my battery replaced in my fob after it finally died after two years, it just stopped working for that gate. 
And then I went to the office the next day and I was like, hey, the new fob, you, and this, again, this is like six, seven months ago, right? I went to the office the next day and I'm like, hey, the, the fob you gave me isn't working for the gate on Congress. Um, well, that's, that's the road. That's a busy road I live on, guys, in case you want to find me. And they were like, oh, that gate's broken. It, it's been that way for a while. Like, well, we're going to get it fixed soon. And I was like, okay. But normally when the gates break, they send, like, notifications in the email. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. And so I've just kind of accepted I couldn't use it. And it's been, like, six, seven months now. And I've had no correspondence, and it doesn't work. And every time I try to use it, it doesn't work, and I have to back out onto the busy road. So, like, it's just not worth the hassle even trying it. Mm -hmm. So who knows? It could work any given day, and I'm just not trying it, right? But the other day, the trash where you dump, like, your trash in the dumpster is right next to that gate, right? And so I missed my trash day with the valet service, and so I had to walk it to the actual dumpster. And I was like, you know what? While I'm here— I'm going to test it out. I'm going to see if it works, right? Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, Grayson, the gate onto the busy road does not open. But you know what does? The roll-up gate to the premium parking garage at my apartment complex that I don't pay for. And I'm like, that's so weird that opened when I pressed it. I'm like, is no way my thing, my clicker just opened that. So I wait for it to close. And I'm like, because no one came out of the garage either or went in. Mm -hmm. So then I pressed it again. And the parking garage premium gate rose again. And I'm like, these, these bitches, okay? They programmed my clicker wrong. So I've been able to open the parking garage I don't pay for and will get towed for using instead of the gate to let me into the apartment complex. Does that all make sense? I follow. Uh, okay, perfect. So when I make this revelation, I'm like, okay, tomorrow when the office opens, I got to go let them know. And they can hopefully get it rewired. And they go ahead and they do it for me. They're like, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. That person doesn't even work for us anymore. They didn't know what they were doing. We got it fixed. Here you go. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, amazing. It's been seven months now about. I can finally use this gate again. And I go to use it that next day. I pull up to it. I press the button. doesn't work. Um, then I have to back out onto the busy road. It's just not a fun or quick process. You know, you have to wait for a lot of cars to pass in order to do it safely. Mm -hmm. And I'm really annoyed because I'm like, I thought you guys just fixed this yesterday. And now it doesn't even work for the roll-up gate for the place I can't park. So now I'm double screwed. Not re I'm still just as screwed, but my ego is hurt even more now, right? Mm -hmm. And I go back to the office the next day. And I'm like, hey, and the same lady's there who fixed it for me. I'm like, hey, it didn't work. And she's like, oh, let me check on that. And she like checked if it was routed correctly. And she said it was. She was like confident about it. And she called the maintenance man. And the maintenance man on the phone is like, oh, we've been having problems with it today. We have to, we have to reset it twice this morning. And I, 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 she's relaying that message to me while she's on the phone with this dude. And I'm like, no, it wasn't this morning. It was yesterday when I did it. And either way, like, it's, it's like, it's been a problem for like seven months now. And she was like, then she was on the phone with the maintenance man being like, well, he's saying it's been finicky for like six plus months. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I like, I corrected her. It's not finicky. It just doesn't work. Like, and then some other lady emerged from behind the counter, like just was like out of nowhere. A lady appears like, I know the problem. Unfortunately, our little receiver at the gate on Congress uh, is maxed out with how many people can use it. And we're, we're dealing with the city right now to try to get the limit increased. And it's, it's been that way since like the summer. And in my head, I'm like, so I used to have a good clicker, but because I had to trade it in and get a new one, 
And I don't even know why they get, I, they didn't replace my battery, by the way, back six months ago. They gave me a whole new clicker, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, in my head, I'm like, if I, if I, if I could just, just kept the one I had with a new battery, I'd still be fine. Why is there a limit? And why does the city It sounds care? made up is what I think, the limit. And so she was like, yeah, all new residents for like the past five, six months have not been able to, like they, they can't get in on South Congress, right? And I'm like kind of annoyed. I'm kind of like pissed off because it's like, I, okay, so I just don't have access. I've want, like, I feel like I've earned my right to use the gate because I've been there longer than everyone else, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm one of the more loyal residents there. Delete so, some other person. I know. And they're, I'm like, do you guys have like a, a time frame of when it's going to come back when like you're going to be able to add more people? And they're like, we don't know. And I was like, are you able to send like an email out to everyone when it's done? And they were like, um, well, we, we can, you can definitely keep checking in here and we'll let you know. And, and it's, it was just really annoying. And then I went to, I, I've reviewed my apartment complex on Google reviews, right? And so I was just adding in like a little update to it. Like, hey, this is another problem. If you move in right now, you're not going to have access to one of the gates. You know, I feel like that's worth putting in the Google reviews so like new residents know, you know, because mm -hmm. I don't I doubt they're advertising that to new residents. Um, and when I do that, I see the last person to have reviewed my apartment complex was saying that they just moved in in October and they were complaining that the main entrance gates are always down. So they always have to use the one on Congress. And in my head, I place the dots together. I connect the dots where I'm like, this guy's saying he just moved in in the fall. And he's saying he can only use the gate that I can't get into because apparently all the new residents can't use it. But this man is claiming to be a new resident and he's saying he can only use that one. What's happening? Okay. It, it's just broken. Like, what do you want from him? I, I want to be able to use the gates at my own apartment. Yeah, complex. they can't fix it. Those things are finicky. Yeah, I know because the gate that I do have access to still is broken half the time. Yeah. And I get correspondence for that. <laughs> like it's been broken for who knows how long. I know. But the thing is, it infuriates me that I see other residents use the gate that I can't use. It's like it's not like the gate's broken. It's like specifically my connection to the gate is. And I feel like I'm being lied to, too, because this oh, yeah, review you're definitely getting lied directly to. goes against what they said. And so it's just annoying. But I could also believe, like, you're not necessarily getting lied to. And the people in the front office who just do, like, basically yeah, nothing. It could just be what they were told. You know? Yeah, and like that's so. And I don't. I wasn't upset with them. Or even if it wasn't what they were told, it could have been just the way they interpreted some other issue that's yeah. going on. Like they're not geniuses. They work at apartment complexes. No offense, but like, my sister does that. <laughs> like you know, um, and so okay, 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 okay. That's all very annoying. That's all very frustrating. But I think the person I'm most upset with is the lady who changed my battery seven months ago and took away one of my original good clickers. Because this whole thing could have been averted. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's just my frustration. I'm being lied to. I haven't been able to use this gate. I was so excited to be able to use it. They just need to prop it open like my apartment complex I, does. Well, no, because we have a lot of crime. I don't know if you have a bunch of crime here, but people always oh, yeah, break in at mine and steal stuff. Yeah. And... That's so. just Austin. Yeah. That's just the United States. Yeah. So I don't think opening the gate's the answer either. Like, I'd rather... We need more gate... police funding. 
I mean, I guess, but didn't you see the big story about the shooting at the Super Bowl the, parade? There were oh. 800 cops, and still there was a mass shooting. I thought you were going to talk about the the police officer who misinterpreted Acorn hitting the roof of his car. <gasps> no. Oh, my goodness. It's this body cam footage of this cop who's just walking down the street, and I guess he was a little nervous after something. Uh-huh. I don't really know the context of what he was up to. But an acorn falls from a tree, hits the hood of his car. He hears the sound and interprets it as a gunshot. Yeah. So he, like, dives to the ground and starts rolling <laughs> around. He's like, I'm hit! I'm hit! And he calls her back up, <gasps> and all these cops show up, and it, they start shooting at basically nothing because there's no what? active shooter. They're like, he, he like, what drops did they shoot the at? I have no idea. Why it's were there so many cops the in the vicinity? Well, it was just him, but he calls for backup because he's saying, like, yeah, there's an active shooter. I'm his. Yeah, but surely in the time it takes for the new cops to arrive, he realizes there have been no other gunshots. No, because he's hearing his gunshots. Oh, my God. And then the other people are reporting gunshots. And then the other cops show up and they're shooting at nothing. So they're hearing But he's outside of his car when the acorn hits it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's like walking back near his car. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But, it, like, the video is, like, three to five minutes long of him just, like, hiding and tucking around corners. And, and his other own cops. body cam footage. Yeah. That's and other hilarious. cops showing up. <laughs> like, being like, okay, where's the shooter? And then, like, they're pulling out their assault rifles and stuff. Like, they're heavily armed. They're yeah. freaking out because this guy just reported he got hit. He's like, yeah, I was hit. We need more of them. No <laughs> to the exact point. You're right. Well, it's just crazy that that was this. I, I saw a contrast between the thing you're talking about uh-huh. and that. It's like when there's an acorn response is immediate like they got it down Mm -hmm. but when there's an actual active shooter and 800 cops they just there's like what Uh yeah no there was like it was all in the news that it was just a civilian that took down the shooter yeah 800 cops at the parade but you know it happens that's why we need more civilians with guns as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then like at the end like of the some dude was like filming it from a roof because he was filming the parade i think right and he caught all the shooting footage Mm -hmm. and then some lady like just this like probably 20 something with like a bob haircut just walks up and picks up like the assault rifle and like walks it away it looks insane what yeah like well she's like trying to get it away so like no one else grabs it like you know like if i'm in that scenario i trust myself to pick up the shooter's gun and move it away then like anyone else like what if the shooter gets it again you know but then people could think i'm a shooter yeah but i wouldn't take that risk i guess yeah honestly the lady was kind of dumb yeah i would like maybe kick it away yeah but then what if it fires and then you're responsible for it like shooting someone in the foot that'd be sad tough i guess i I just leave it why kick it shit well like that's what you do when you like down a shooter Maybe. Oh, it was Did away from the gun Like, away. he was firmly away from it at that point. Okay, then, yeah, leave, leave it. it. yeah. Or stand on it or something so no one else picks it up. Yeah, no valid. Stand over it. Don't just, like, pick it up and be like, yeah. hey, guys, what That's do I do what with it? she did. This? I don't know. She seemed confident. I trust her. Well, she had a bob haircut. You need some confidence yeah, to do exactly. that. Um, but, yeah, shout out to them, I guess. Also, apartment co- uh, topics, more, more of them, Grayson. Oh, boy. My current apartment costs like fifteen hundred dollars a month if i were like what my lease is for that much i should say rather Mm -hmm. but if i were to sign a new lease today for the same size apartment that i have at my same complex it's twelve hundred dollars so i'm my my lease is up in a month okay Mm -hmm. or at least my renewal like period is going to be in a month i need it to stay this low i need to be able to get it down if i get it down three hundred dollars you know how happy i'll be i know i'm not going to 
but well what you do is you say to them hey i see you have a identical one here can, can I, move I move into, into that it? one yeah that is likely what i will do like i hopefully won't actually have to move hopefully it'll just be like just stay in yours right mm -hmm. um but if they don't whatever but i'm a good resident okay i document all my stuff i gave them a good rate despite all my many complaints in my google review it's a four-star review okay mm -hmm. it's not a bad one it's boosting their rating it's higher than the average and and yeah i think the thing is no with problems. like the problems with apartments it's like they all have the exact same problems and mm -hmm. they all suck so it's like yeah tough it's like the lesser of evils and like ultimately i have small issues but nothing that's ever made it like i can't live here mm -hmm. maybe the snake in my apartment but that was a long time ago mm -hmm. okay that made it feel really not like i couldn't live there for a while but then i got used to it um the snake that is mm -hmm. and so yeah i think that's true because i feel like i can move somewhere and there just be like such so many worse issues like stupidly loud neighbors or just packages always getting stolen as opposed to occasionally mm -hmm. and yeah right now it works out yeah so i don't want to move i don't want to move either but i want to move don't want to move for very different reasons than you in okay. that i have I think too much stuff to move. I don't want to move my stuff either. Like I absolutely don't. But at the end of the day, I realize that's one weekend out of my life mm -hmm. and it's fine. For you me, know? it would be a very long, awful process. I guess, but it's not like you have that much time to do it. You know, it's like you'd probably well, also I would have to spend have like, like weekend. weeks and weeks packing everything. Cause I mean, it's not like, it is a combination of super heavy furniture. And then yeah. also I have so many small things that I'd have to get into boxes and then unpack it. That's the easy part though. Just cause like you can always just make sure fragile stuff is safe. Right. But then mm -hmm. just toss it in a box and you're, you're unpacking it anyways. Right. Yeah. It's not like it needs to be super organized. You're going to dump everything out in like, as soon as you get it to the new place. So I don't think that's a big deal. I think the bigger deal for you is you have a massive piece of furniture, like the one massive piece of furniture that sucked when you moved from San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, but even the bookshelves, like it's that massive piece of furniture. The bookshelves are super heavy. But a bookshelf These is tiny heavy, ones aren't but you can bad. get it out a door and into a door. You mm -hmm. know, that thing is, I don't even know what to call it. Your big, what, what would you say that is? The thing surrounding your TV. That's There's a, a name question. for it. Uh -huh. Not a bureau. A bu a bur I feel like it starts with a B, whatever it is. But I have no clue. It was originally like an office set. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just big. It's a large piece of furniture. Huge. So that is tough. Very tough. But ultimately, like, if you do something like that, I mean, honestly, the move for you probably, because the first time you moved, you had like a whole team of people helping you get it up here to Austin. Just do movers. You know, save yeah. some money, do movers. Well, I have no money anymore because I spent it all on that car. Not anymore, but when would you be moving? Not till like September. Yeah, I just got to hope my bonus is good. I can start saving up money, but all the money that I would be saving is not going to a car payment. Mm, I understand. I understand. How much are movers, though, for like a day? Probably because, like, pretty pricey. Where I think I heard, I don't remember where I got this advice. I think it was on that, like, the radio show I listened to where, like, some comedian was in. And he was being very serious about it. Like, he wasn't joking. But he was saying that, like, whenever he moves, he just goes to Lowe's. And he's like, hey, I'll buy you guys dinner if you come help me move. Like, to the employees and stuff. And, like, just when they get out of work, they go over to, like, the place, help them move, and they get free dinner. You know? Mm. So, taking advantage of poorly paid workers. I don't think I would have enough, like, confidence to do that. I think you're the ideal person to have enough confidence to do that. Maybe confidence isn't the right word. I don't know. There's some... Do you have 
too, not enough shame or too much shame to do it rather no shame isn't e- it either mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like there's something that you need to be able to just go up to people and be like hey help me do this thing being cheap maybe cheap i don't know i, I don't know there's something it's the like if i truth like i don't think i would need movers because like i think my family would just help out right and then we move stuff my grandpa has a truck you know and i don't have anything nearly as big as your biggest furniture right so i don't think i would need to but if i were in a like situation where i just straight up can't afford it and i don't have people that can help me i feel like simply for the finances alone i'd go and i'd do it you know i won't be comfortable just gotta do it i don't know maybe i'll recruit you to help me if i ever need to do that we can go to lowe's together that's good that's exactly right Mm-hmm. that's exactly right grayson but no also, if if they're like, no, we're not lowering your rent, they're stupid, and I'll just move to a different apartment complex. Because the one literally next door to me is a more expensive, like, more luxury apartment, and I can get a bigger unit for cheaper than I'm paying right now. Mm. And so it's like I would just move down the street a two-minute walk, mm-hmm. you know? And they have open units. Everywhere has open units. There are too many apartments. Not enough people are moving here anymore. It's perfect for us i don't know I yeah don't know. why don't you know i don't know i need to i need to double check what the triangle is going for see if i can pull something like that off but also mm-hmm. mine is always in september like yeah. mine is always in fall when i do the renewal mm-hmm. which is like a huge moving time for them because there's a bunch of college students well that's specific to your location too. yeah because apparently in general at least what they told me is that summer is the absolute worst time um and mine's in july technically when the lease ends but I think it's July. Maybe it's June. Either way, like middle of summer. But again, like the renewal period is however many months in advance in case you want to not renew, you mm-hmm. know? So we shall see, Gray the Gray. That sucks for you because I guess your renewal period would be during the summer. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. yeah. So how unfortunate, Gray the Gray. How very unfortunate. Uh, by the way, we, we've talked about this topic on the podcast a lot over the course of our existence right it's not one that we go to very frequently i'd say but i think it's just been consistent since the beginning and that topic is groundhog's day you know have we talked about it before specifically in the context of that one new york mayor who dropped and killed the groundhog we've <laughs> talked about that a lot like at least five or six i do recall episodes. that yeah yeah and so there's actually been an update to that story from when mayor bill de blasio killed uh staten island phil or sorry staten island chuck was the the groundhog's name Mm -hmm. right um and maybe part of this is like it's been public knowledge for a while and i'm just learning about it but i don't think so because i feel like this part of the story would have stuck with me really really well um first off mayor bill did an interview and they brought it up right because it's one of like the biggest you know black marks on this political record he killed a groundhog on groundhog's day Mm -hmm. staten island chuck grayson okay and he was saying that it was such an unfortunate situation. It was dumb. He didn't want to hold the groundhog. And honestly, they didn't give him enough groundhog training. He was really upset that they didn't train him on how to hold the groundhog. Which is like... How do you hold... Why would you need training on that? It's just a groundhog. It's not like a porcupine. Yeah, you just... Just don't drop it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you need to do. Just don't drop it. 
it's not like it's going to be all finicky and like fly out your hands. And also, I feel like you have to mess up really, really bad for a single drop to kill. <laughs> yeah. So like, you it's not just like don't drop it. It is <laughs> don't like, spike it on its head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mind boggling <laughs> that he managed to do this. Uh huh. And again, the, the official story is that the zoo where Staten Island Chuck was. Uh, kept the story hidden, and they never even got in contact with the with Mayor De Blasio's administration. Uh, instead, they just released quietly, and then like like a little press statement, like a couple weeks later, that the groundhog died of internal injuries. But unrelated, you know, unrelated natural cause. No, sorry, it wasn't internal. It was natural causes. They said, and then when journalists were like, "Hmm," they found gravity's out, pretty natural. Yeah, internal injuries was the actual killer. And again, this is the part where I don't know if it's current information or old, but I am learning about it just now, and I believe you are too, Grayson. Mm-hmm. The journalist did more digging. Um, the groundhog that died that day wasn't even Staten Island Chuck. The zoo tried to pull a fast one on the public that day because Staten Island Chuck was sick. And so they gave Staten Island Chuck's wife to Mayor Bill de Blasio. So we killed Staten Island Chuck's wife instead of Staten Island Chuck. And this whole time, we've thought he killed Staten Island Chuck. Somehow that's worse. It's <laughs> yeah. actually so much worse. That groundhog had to have such bad luck to die that day. Okay? A whole unfortunate series of events. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband is sick, so you take his place as like a body double. Uh-huh. For the big old event where the mayor happens to be showing up that day. Because for some reason, he needs to show up to hold the groundhog. <laughs> for some bizarre reason, even though he does not want to hold the groundhog, the zoo insists upon it. Of course. He does not feel comfortable with it. Feels like he needs training because I guess he's just an incredibly training. incompetent, inept man uh-huh. who doesn't know how to hold another... Like, doesn't know how to, like, you don't even have to think about it as holding a living thing. Just yeah. hold an object. Yeah. Like, I've seen toddlers hold small dogs. Without trouble. They don't even think about <laughs> yeah. it. They just go for it. Yeah. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's, you can just pick it up. <laughs> and small dogs are, like, kind of annoying. Like, they're, they're squirmy. Yeah. They'll know? try and get away. Yeah. And they'll, like, bite at you. Groundhogs, they're, like, it'll mostly just be confused, I feel like. <laughs> they're not, like, a very active animal, I don't think. Right. And so you have to be picked up by this man who's so uh, more inept than a toddler. And then somehow he drops you. you. He drops you, and then that drop has to be traumatic enough. He has to mess up so bad that it causes internal damage, Uh like some type of internal bleeding, that then kills you. Mm -hmm. That's so sad. It's very kind of the zoo to try and cover it up for him, though. That was yeah. It's good to know too. It wasn't like this collusion like it wasn't like his administration was trying to do a cover-up they were just like out of the kindness of our own hearts yeah where and that's probably because you know what mayor bill did he probably told them i need more time i need to train for this and it's groundhog day the tv the film's rolling it's live on television and the zoo pressures him into going out there without the proper training they know it's their fault as if there's training if only they had listened to bill this could have all been avoided but it's so what it's crazy i I appreciate the zoo i feel like the zoo are the heroes of the story in a sense yeah like mayor bill's the biggest doofus here (laughs) for real just hold the groundhog man yeah but the biggest victim is the the chuck family unfortunately truly yeah it's tough it's really very unfortunate and uh, also, did you see that PETA was advocating to get rid of Groundhog's Day, like, as a whole? What? Well, 
like I don't think many groundhogs have died on Groundhog's Day, like at least from it being Groundhog's Day. Like the holiday itself, I don't think has led to many animal deaths. No, but, they probably live very cushy lives. Yeah, it's probably to their benefit on net. Yeah, like there is an incentive to keep those specific groundhogs alive. Yeah, so and Bill pampered. really, really screwed the pooch, um, Ray the Gray. But no, PETA is advocating to get rid of Groundhog's Day because it's a little bit cruel to the groundhogs, and instead they're advocating for, uh, I, I don't even, I don't even remember the name they they pitched exactly for it. But a new holiday instead called Weather There'll Be More Winter Day, but it's spelled like weather, weather. like a storm type yeah, of weather. Yeah, that's exactly right. And do you know how you determine it instead of holding a groundhog? Um, you flip a coin, and if the coin is heads or tails, because I mean, there is also like the groundhogs have a bad record. Yeah, flipping a coin would probably be more accurate. Yeah, and that's part of the thinking, but a lot less fun. Way less fun. Yeah. Also, whether there'll be more winter day doesn't involve a coin in the title. That's a fundamental flaw of this holiday, too, in my opinion. Very true. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But just taking all the fun out of Groundhog PETA is a joke of an organization. I guess so. Because, yeah, no, I only tune in to the live broadcast every year of Puxatawney Phil and Staten Island Chuck specifically to see if one of them gets football spiked. And it hasn't <laughs> happened since. Okay, but on that day, wow, was I in for a treat. <laughs> but, no, you're you're absolutely right. They're a little bit of a joke. Yeah, um, because, like, I feel like it. it's crazy to me. Uh-huh. That's something so uncontroversial uh-huh. as let's how about we just aren't cruel to animals? Uh-huh. Like I feel like the vast majority of the public would really get behind that. I guess. Can be advocated for so poorly yeah. that you can create just like a near universally despised organization. It's a little tough. And I don't want to add on to that despise and disdain for the organization, Grayson, but I have more PETA news. Oh, boy. And that's that they released an article in the past week or so targeted toward teachers. You know, it's not even like the school year's coming up. Like, we're pretty far off. Like, we're closer to the summer than a new school year. But it was targeted mm-hmm. toward teachers with more animal friendly terms and sorry turns of phrase you can use instead of like current ones that we have in place like earlier i used the phrase screw the pooch that's probably not acceptable according to PETA. you know you know i can get behind that we need to stop saying that yeah that's kind that of one's a kind weird of valid yeah yeah, yeah yeah but there was a whole bunch of them where they, they just like really like instead of grab a bull by the horns they they recommended saying grab a rose by its thorns which makes no like that's no doesn't really well because the rose isn't trying to hurt you yeah no, which I, is the whole point of grab a bull by its horns. That one was like one of the like the dumber one. Like some of them at least made sense contextually. They just sounded silly, and I I really wish I had more of them in my head at the moment. Can you think of any animal phrases that might nope. dog my memory? You can't think of a single animal turn of phrase. <laughs> no, I'm actually I when you first brought up one of them, I was like, man, can I think of any? Okay, none. There are a surprising number. Okay, the article is quite long, and they had many. Do you have the article? I can try to find it. Please find the article. The one that I remember most um, is uh, it was kill two birds with one stone. Oh, which that yeah, one is yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. graphic. But also, but it's a great. It is a great phrase. Yeah, and also, how many people have gone out of their way to kill a couple of birds 
because of the phrase. None. I don't think it's so. It's so harmless. Personally. But it really gets the point across. Yeah, exactly. It is exceptionally effective. Um, but not quite as effective as their alternative, which I have committed to memory. I don't have the, the website or the, the blog pulled up yet. But the alternative, and I really love it so dearly, and I hope we can start using it instead of how it, like the inappropriate version, Grayson, mm. um, is to feed two birds with one scone. No. It's terrible. Just the worst. <laughs> I feel like that's going to do more damage <laughs> we had to the birds who aren't supposed to eat scones, I guess, for one. But also, my main gripe with it, okay? My main gripe is the fact that one scone should be able to feed so many more than two birds. Well, yeah, no. You're going to kill the birds with the amount of scone that they're going to eat. A lot of birds are smaller than a scone. Yeah. You know? And, like, you know the thing where they're like, hey, don't actually throw rice at a wedding because if birds eat it, their stomachs swell up and they could potentially die? Uh-huh. I don't even know if that's true, but I've heard it. Who's to say? Um, I feel like with the two birds with one stone, no one's actually taking stones out. Like no one's no. hearing that and taking stones. We out. also like, but someone might legitimately try to, to feed two birds with one scone. No, picture a toddler like grabbing a bird and then shoving a scone down its throat. Like that's possible. Yeah, or like a it, duck grabbing it by the neck, like at the at a river. You know. Like I could, I could feasibly see a stupid person thinking, "Oh, that's a great idea. Let me yeah. go feed these two birds with uh -huh. a scone." And also, to kill two birds with a single stone, you're not using your hand. You need a slingshot. And who in this day and age, who in the year of our Lord, is carrying around a slingshot, Gray the Gray? I feel like you could do it with your hands. R no, you could bludgeon a couple birds with a no, stone. No, you just throw it. I don't think that would. A hundred percent, you could kill a bird by throwing a stone at it. How big is the stone you're picturing? Because I'm picturing a small one, like just like a little like rock. I don't think like it a matters. Rock. Like the tiny, if you get a little rock, you can throw that thing real fast. Re enough to kill a bird? Those things, they're, they're fragile. I, I guess I'm underestimating how fragile the birds truly are. I, I don't think I'd have it in me. I don't think I have the, like not like the, the morality. I don't think I have the strength in me to kill, especially two birds with a I think I one. have the strength to do it for sure. I don't know if I have the aim. I'm, I take back everything I said about this PETA thing being dumb because now I really feel motivated to test this out, Grayson. Okay? <laughs> Some birds have it coming, and you I hate to say it. You can for sure kill a bird by throwing a stone at it. A big stone, yeah. I, even a like a, a relatively small stone. Prove it, coward. I don't think I have the aim for it. I really okay. don't. Well, then I doubt a dumb person who's willing to try it out is going to have the aim either. I think a dumb person willing to try it out is also dumb enough to keep trying <laughs> until true, he yeah. succeeds. They're going to use a lot more than one stone, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, but I found the article. It's titled, quote, Animal-Friendly Idioms That Your Students Will Love, which that's pretty awesome, Grayson, you know? There's no reason for this to be targeted at teachers. Well, I think it's to get the next generation used to it, like while they're young, so they grow up with birds eating scones instead of dying via stoning. You know, that's awful. Yeah, also, this isn't this is propaganda. This first one's maybe the most awful because it's really like, I don't think like I guess like the ways we obtain milk from cows can be cruel, but I don't think milk in its own right is like a cruel thing where you need to like not mention it. Well, the thing is, we've bred cows to produce so much milk that if we don't milk them, they no. might just die. No, that's like, so actually. sad. Okay, well, listen. I don't want you to cry over that, Grayson. I don't want you to cry over spilled milk either, okay? 
And actually, you know what? I take it back. I apologize for using that phrase. I meant to say I don't want you to cry over burnt toast. Um, that was their alternative to cry over spilled milk. Cry over burnt toast. Mm-hmm. And the meaning. The, the original was so mundane that. That's what I'm saying. Like kill two birds with one stone and fucking a dog. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Right. You know. That that could use some revisions. But spilled milk is like happens. I spilled milk as a child all over the macaroni grill, the original one, before it caught on fire and burnt down. I spilled milk all over the table. My family had to move tables. I didn't cry about it though. They didn't like get a new table. They moved tables. <laughs> they lifted it up. Yeah. Uh huh. No, no, no. Like the table got ruined in your home. You got up, left the home, moved to a whole new home with a new table. Oh, but what about the macaroni grill part? <laughs> the house burned down afterwards. The, why do you keep holding up my house? I don't live at the macaroni grill. I've never lived at a macaroni grill, Grace. It's not my house. I'm going to be honest. I thought you were saying like there was a grill that was a macaroni grill because I have no idea what a macaroni no, grill is. It's like was. a chain restaurant all around the country. But it oh, started... I've never heard of it before. You know where the original Rudy's is? Yeah. It was like they were back to back and they both became like national chains. Ain't no way. And they started right there. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been crazy. to the original Rudy's. Don't think I even noticed the macaroni yeah. grill. Because no the original Rudy's has a gas station attached to it. And these buildings have the same like they're the same building right like they're Mm -hmm. connected and so when the macaroni grill burnt down my first question was for my dad was oh my god it's like what like did the gas station explode and my dad had like he was like oh i didn't even think about that which i feel like is the first question that should be on and this was years ago but i'm still my first thought would have been is the rudy's okay i mean it was yeah no but, like, if, if the gas station's messed up, that means the Rudy's got torn down in the process. Like, mm-hmm. if the gas station of the Rudy's explodes... Well, that is the Rudy's. There goes Rudy's. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would have gotten my answer regardless. I see. Yeah. But, no, in my head, when you said macaroni grill, I thought this was some type of, like, fad kitchen appliance that you see I on infomercials. See. Like, a George Foreman grill. Like, a little device. Mm-hmm. And you had burned... Like, you had spilled milk onto this this kitchen appliance. Mm-hmm. Start a fire. No, no, no fire happened. It was it was the macaroni grill restaurant, and I just spilled milk all over an empty table. There were only beverages on it. It was like the server had just brought out the milk. I went to reach for it, knocked it down. You went to a restaurant and ordered milk? I was like maybe nine, ten. That's way too old to be ordering milk at a restaurant. I don't know. I say this as a prolific milk drinker. Yeah, you should be happy if anything. I was drinking milk that late, okay? I was getting in my consumption. Like I'm like happy good. you're drinking milk? Yeah. But do it in your own home, man. I guess so. Don't do that in public. Like, that's... No. When we went to hang out with Lohi a couple years ago, I got milk from that Mexican restaurant. It was great. Did you really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, they gave it to me in a little, like, gross styrofoam cup. I'd never drunk milk from a styrofoam cup before. Did I make fun of you at the time? I think we did it for the bit, because we were like, why do they have milk at the Mexican restaurant on their to-go menu? (laughs) Okay. You know? But I did get it and drink it. It was fine. And we also got Mootopia milk from the H-E-B, if you do remember. Chocolate milk, that mm. is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Grayson, listen, I don't want to send you on a wild goose chase, okay? I want to send you out chasing rainbows. No, that's um, a totally different thing. Um, Yeah, it, it kind of is. Um, Looking everywhere for something that can't be found. Don't go chasing rainbows. I mean, I get, like, you can find a rainbow, you just can't. It's not tangible. Yeah, but like a wild goose chase isn't like 
Oh, it's unachievable That's true. because it's a goose. You it's like could get the it's goose. just wild. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's a not it, like the, the 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 idiom is not for it being unachievable. It's uh-huh. like the, it's gonna be a heck of a time. Like you're gonna be frazzled. <laughs> Chasing gooses. Chasing a rainbow sounds like a really sad. Like you spent your whole life striving for something and you just couldn't do it. Yeah. You just came up short. Versus chasing geese, it's like, man, that's a wild time. A it's going to be a on. real challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, And if anything, that idiom deters kids from doing it. Because you're always saying, don't go on a wild goose chase. Like, don't do it. It's so hard and, and frustrating. Like, a kid's probably going to be like, wow, gooses are not to be messed with. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. my personal interpretation. Don't chase those, ge- those geese. No, the geese. Um, you're not going to get any. Versus if someone says, don't go chase some rainbows, I'm like... Screw you! I'm chasing as many rainbows as I want. Mm-hmm. That feels more like a challenge. No, you're right. Okay, this one I don't like at all. Um, the the phrase is, "Come on, like just be a guinea pig," or like someone's a guinea pig for it. Like I, you know, if someone is like going to be the first to go, the they're experiment. the guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. They're saying you shouldn't call them the guinea pig. You should call them the test tube. Which I don't think has the same. No, at that point, just say they're the experiment. Yeah, like, I like, don't... Like, the point is to not say that yeah. they're, like, the scientific first to test the theory. Uh-huh. But also, the test tube isn't, like... That doesn't indicate first. Like, you're not doing it on test tubes before people. You're using the test tube on the In hamster, the process, yeah. Or, or the guinea pig, rather. Yeah, so I, I don't think that one works either. That one's kind of annoying. Um... Some of these are already real phrases, like "don't open" or "open a can of worms" is "open Pandora's box." That's not necessarily a phrase, but Pandora's box is used colloquially. You know, those are also incredibly different things. Different things. Hold your horses. Hold your phone. Hold the phone. Hold your horses. Kind of similar meanings, you know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay, those are those are pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, let the cat spill out of the bag. Don't let the cat out of the bag, and spill the beans. Don't spill the beans. Kind of. You know. I mean, yeah, they they're similar. The it's an effective substitute. Yeah. But what what's the issue with the cat being in the bag? Don't be putting cats in bags. You're saying not to let it out. That cat's gonna suffocate and die. No, it won't. How do you know? Well, if, if it was going to suffocate and die, then there'd be no issue with letting it out. It's not going anywhere. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Well, no, the issue is that, like, this they're trying to suffocate a cat, and they're like, be careful you don't let it out so it can die. I don't think they're trying to suffocate a cat. I oh, think they just okay. caught a cat. Oh. They don't want to let it out again. Yeah, you probably don't want little kids chasing around stray cats either. That's not even for the cat's sake. That's for the kid's sake, you know? I don't. I don't think this has led any kids to chasing around cats, but also sometimes you got to put a cat in a bag. Listen, we've been talking about this article for a while, Grayson. Okay, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I'm sorry, I meant to say I don't want to feed a fed horse. <laughs> um, so we should probably move on. <clears throat> I hate that one more than the vast majority. That one's so much worse. But also, beat a dead horse is like, like who cares? The horse is dead, right? Like, but also the imagery is kind of horrific. There's a dead horse on the ground, and you're kicking it. But it's very effective. It. No, it's not. The horse is already dead. No, no, no. But oh, the, effective. The, mm. Yeah. Like, it carries the point. But like, the, obviously, the you don't want to beat a dead horse. The implication is that you do want to beat a horse to kill it. Like, up until it's dead, definitely beat the horse, you know? 
But once it's dead, what's the point? Yeah, don't beat a dead horse. But feed a fed horse is like, yeah, why feed it, dude? It's full. Leave it alone. Well, sometimes, you know, you just want to give your horse a little treat. Yeah. But if your horse is turning away treats because its tummy is too full, don't force it to eat it. That's what this is saying. I think in, under no context should you be beating your horse alive or dead. Yeah, in Whereas general. Whereas you should but, be feeding your horse. But alive. certainly don't beat a dead horse. Yeah, no, 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 no. Anything. If you're going to beat a dead or alive horse, beat the dead one. No. Yeah. You're not accomplishing anything at that point. <laughs> no, you're right. My bad. <clears throat> yeah, there are a couple more, but you get the point. You know? So that's what Pete is up to. What What is their issue with opening a can of worms? Opening a can of worms. Did I say that one? Yeah, versus Pandora's box. Oh, let me try to find it. Uh, create a situation that will cause problems. Open a can of worms. It doesn't say an issue. It's just like, here's the alternative. Why would that be an issue? Like, maybe it's unethical to can worms. But also, it's a fucking worm, dude. Yeah, it's like a worm. Yeah, like... We're canning them so that we can go fishing with them. But honestly, if you're PETA, take the stance. Like, the, the, all life matters. At this point, matters. your whole organization is just a laughing stock. I just feel like if you're going to argue for the value of, like, a pig's life... And I, there's a big difference between a pig and a worm, right? But if you're going to do it for the pigs, you might as well do it for the worms. You know? I don't know. I feel like for them to hold any legitimacy, they need to draw a line somewhere and be like, hey, listen, this is a fight we can win. <laughs> the can of worms, I we're guess. not winning that yeah. fight. No, that's like that, That's the key issue is they're not picking their fights right. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's... it's. <gasps> Grayson, I'm getting paid in, a, in a, a couple days, okay? I can't wait to bring home the bacon. Sorry, I can't wait to bring home the bagels. Why not just say bread? Like, everyone already knows bread is money. Bagel is bread? And there's also, in case you were wondering, there's an illustration attached of a suitcase with bagels in them. So. That one, they just did a bad job. Like, I'm not angry at that one like I am some of the others, but that one, they just did a very poor job. Bring home the bagels. They already have bread. Just say bread. It, it's like already a, a thing that people use for money. Uh-huh. It, it's already established. It wouldn't even be that hard of a switch. Yeah. No one says bring home the bacon anymore anyways. I've never heard it said. You know, maybe I've seen it written in like a book or said in a movie in my real life. Not once. If someone said that, I would be confused. It would It would shell shock me. You know? Like it'd be a lot. If someone said bring home the bagels... It would rattle me to my core. Versus if someone says, go get that bread. Yeah. Like, it's still a little weird because it's like, come on, stop being weird. Yeah. But, saying but it it's being said. Yeah. Like, it's, it's out there. Yeah. Go make money. Go make your money. Okay? Just say that. Just fuck. Why are we talking about food? Make a living. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're good. We're good. Again, we need to stop feeding the fed horse, Grayson. We got to move on. Okay? Um, no. Yeah. You want to stay on it? There are more I didn't talk about. There's no, a long okay. list, I'm, but I'm tired of it. It's just no, me too. Peter needs to pick their fights. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. Because if you if you just focused in, if you just focused in mm-hmm. on the animal cruelty thing and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you'd have like almost universal support. No, you're right. But instead, you're just a joke. I don't think they'd have universal support because I feel like pretty core to their mission statement is don't eat animals. And most people are going to eat animals. You know? Sure, but like you can 
fight smaller fights towards mm-hmm. that end goal that you'll get a lot of support for. Like if you take one step at a time and say like, hey, what if we advocate for policy that advantages chicken farmers mm-hmm. to do free range chickens? Uh-huh. Like you could probably get meaningful support behind yeah. a bill that just said, hey, we're going to focus subsidies on chicken farmers to ch- farmers that do yeah. free range chicken. Baby steps. Baby steps. And that's they, not their, that's they would their win goal. so many fights. They they would make so much progress, but instead they're so. doing like th- this doesn't help that this end goal. Lot. This is going to influence the next generation. Okay, Gen Alpha. Gen this Alpha? probably works against them. They're going to be feeding fed horses. No, Gen Alpha is going to. Sorry, hear... they won't be feeding fed horses. That yeah, Gen go Alpha is going to hear that and it's going to. They're going to tear it to shreds. No, because if I'm in kindergarten and my teacher's going around saying that she's going to bring home some bagels, it's sticking with me for life. In a that's, good way. That's a you thing, though. Oh, okay. My bad. Also, Gen Alpha, can we talk about them for a second? Okay. I don't like that generation. That's the one that my cousin Silas is in, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just the, wanted to clarify. It's the iPad kid generation. Yeah. They kind of suck. I'm sorry. They're just, they're not very good. They're kind of stupid. Yeah, but they're also They're very the young. first generation in American history, uh-huh. dumber than the generation before. Like, at the same time in their life. But COVID, you know? Sure. But also, like, eventually you got to figure that out. It's not on them. They're still nine. They were stupid beforehand. They were younger than nine at that point. They've j- they're just a stupid generation. And they're going to be so poorly socialized regardless That's of COVID. That's true. They're going to be doubly down bad for the whole socialization thing because they're iPad kids and then they had COVID. Listen, they're going to grow up. And by the time they're 18, they're going to be able to live in their VR headsets. They're going to be so be maladjusted. It's going to be a nightmare. All of them are going to be on welfare. No, I None mean, of them are going to be able to support themselves. They're all going to be so anxiety ridden that they can't leave their homes. Uh-huh. And then all their parents are going to die. Well, yeah, I guess in that order. Yeah. But we'll figure it out. You know, if the world ends, the world ends. Their kids will probably be great because they're going to hate their parents. You know what's really terrifying, though? What? Gen Z is like the world's last hope for a good next century. I guess. Like if, we're, if the world's going to have a good like next hundred years, uh-huh. if the next hundred years are going to be positive for humanity or negative, uh-huh. Gen Alpha certainly isn't pulling I it off. I feel like you're the writing millennials off aren't Gen pulling Alpha it off. too soon. No. Yes. <laughs> no, it's absolutely. over for them. Because, like, literally the millennials would have been like, oh, the, not the millennials, but, you know, older people would have been saying about our generation, like, just playing Minecraft and Roblox all the time. What's wrong with them? You know? Sure. but Like, Five Nights at Freddy's. There, there's a difference between not understanding the culture of a generation. Okay. And then recognizing, oh, they just they just can't function. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're just not there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I see my niece, Kaylin. She, she's awesome. I love interacting with her. She's a fun person. She's legitimately funny. She's good at basketball. You know? I'm not saying there won't be some winners. Like, okay. every generation will have some winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I'm just saying on net, that whole generation is kind of screwed. Okay. Okay. I under- I, we'll find out. Because, like, just, just think about it, JC. Just think about I'm it. I'm thinking. The next hundred years, we're, we're going to be the generation that shapes it because, I mean, you got the baby boomers. They're on the way out. They oh, own yeah. all the money right now. They got all of the money. And so the when houses. they start dying, they start passing that the wealth down. It's going to millennials. It's going to Gen Z, and it's going to Gen Alpha. Let's go. Who's actually going to pull something off with that? 
not the millennials. It's going to go all into like Harry Potter merch. I was literally going to say the Wizarding World. Yeah. Yeah. They're opening a new park in in Universal. So it's. Universal's planning ahead. Yeah. They know what's up. HBO's making a new television series for Harry Potter. They're planning ahead. They know what's coming. Millennials, they're they're gonna put all their money into Harry Potter and Disney and let's, just let's not pretend, okay? Because listen, I I am me and Steven and our friend group of who I believe are firm Gen Zers, okay? Our friend group, Steven and I were the only ones. We were in the minority of our friend group to not give a sh about Harry Potter. Okay? Sure, but the difference is okay. when we were in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, like I'm as a Harry Potter fan, didn't buy anything. Yeah. Also, the other Harry Potter... Somehow Steven did. Yeah, Steven's just weird. Um, Hans did, but that's because he's a millennial yeah, at the end of the day. He's anyway. literally a millennial. Um, also, you guys don't have, like, Harry Potter tattoos, and it's not pivotal, pivotal Sorry, to any of your guys' personality. Right. Whereas... With millennials, it is, like, the formative moral guide to their whole lives. Mm, I understand. Like, Gen Z, it's not a good generation. We're a mess. But in terms of the generations available to us, Gen Z is the last decent hope. I don't know. Again, I think the, the one after Gen Alpha, they could be cool. You know? Who knows? Sure, but they'll be too late. Nah. Yeah, because, I mean, boomers don't have a lot of time left. Okay, but, like, I feel like just Gen Alpha is going to be that generation's millennials. Like, whoever comes after Gen Alpha, they're going to look at millennials like we, or sorry, look at Gen Alpha like we look at millennials. For sure. Like, yeah. every other generation is good. That's been the pattern um post the greatest generation okay that's awesome us and our parents are great then no no no. the greatest generation was back in the 1940s those are the ones that fought the second world war but they said every other generation right the greatest generation is the only one like you can go all the way back to the greatest generation the greatest generation breaks the pattern oh okay because gen alpha bad gen z good millennials bad then gen x good, good. that's what our parents are no your parents not my parents oh my parents are boomers. okay 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 fair enough gen x were cool I see. Boomers, they're insane. They all got lead poisoning or something, and they're, they're like kind of a little deranged. Yeah. For real, like Tucker. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but important clarification, because I like Tucker. Yeah. I don't like Tucker like they like Tucker. It's it, a very different thing. No, it thing. makes sense. Uh, boomers, bad. Silent Generation, good. Like, they just did their thing. But then right before the Silent Generation no. was the greatest generation, and they were also good. That's no. where they break the pattern. You see what I'm saying? But everything since then. Yeah been a very strict pattern okay i understand so I, I think it'll it'll last i think we'll make it you know i have hope i like i think every generation wants to think it's going to stop after them because you don't want to think of the world going on without you you know that's lame i don't know man i think by the time the generation after gen alpha starts getting cognizance the world's already going to be over maybe and they're all going to be tapped into the the ai overlords let's go I can't wait personally, Grayson. I can't wait. Listen, there's one topic on your list. We haven't, I just scrolled down to your list and mm -hmm. we're already like an hour in. But I see that one of your topics here is that, quote, converse were a mistake. Oh, yeah. I just want to know what that means. Oh, back in um, when we went on the Orlando trip, we went to the outlets. I bought a pair of converse. Mm -hmm. And they're right under my bed right there. I think they're good looking. Okay. I like the converse. Yeah. They fit good. They feel good. The good converse. Wonderful. But I have no time period where i want to wear them oh over my boots so it's not like the converse are a problem it's just you have better my shoes purchase like was more. a mistake my purchase was a mistake that makes sense yeah and i'm, I'm kind of disappointed because i i think they're good shoes yeah i enjoy them i like how they look they uh -huh. feel good but i'd rather like if i'm at work i'm not wearing them because i'm not wearing converse to work yeah. 
And then when I'm not at work, I'd still rather just wear my boots. I understand. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just a little disappointed by that. Are you disappointed in yourself then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not Converse, because I still think Converse, they make good shoes. Why don't you then? So are you disappointed in yourself for not liking these Converse? Or are you disappointed in yourself for purchasing these Converse? Purchasing these Converse, okay. I think. Because I was going to say, if you're disappointed for not liking them, just schedule a day of the week where you wear them. But if the disappointments with the purchase, it's a lost cause. Yeah. And I think, like, again, the thing is, I, there's not a time when I want to wear them over my boots. I understand. Because they're basically boots in the form of Converse, which I think yes. was a mistake. I should have gone for non-boot Converse so that it was more like a relaxed thing. So that maybe they, they differentiated themselves yeah. better. But they just they just don't have that differentiation. No, I get it. And now tell me about So Man Boxes. Oh, no, it was meant to be uh, so many boxes. Oh, okay, my yeah, bad, my mistake. No, just in the sheer quantity of things that I've gotten from my uh, grandmother mm-hmm. in the form of masks. And uh, masks was another topic. I need to hang those masks up, but I still haven't figured out how to do it. Grayson has a bunch of, like, African wooden masks in his living room. Not just African, also South American and Asian. I just feel like that sums it up pretty well. Like, there's an image painted when you say African masks, you know? I guess. Yeah. A whole variety of masks, Like, if you did though. South Asian masks... It's, I'm not picturing what's out in your living room right now. You know? I got a, I got so many masks. You do. Many I think of they're them. super cool looking. They look like tribal and stuff. Is yeah. How they look. Um, my grandparents they collected them as they you know gallivanted around the world, collected them over years and years and years with the passing of my grandfather. My grandmother was downsizing, mm-hmm. and so she was like, "Hey, do you want any of his old stuff? I got a bunch of his old stuff, including the masks collection. Um, and now they're all in my living room, and I need to hang them, but I don't really know how because they're kind of heavy." I'm so sorry. Probably with nails, be my guess. I'm I'm thinking. Have you ever heard of a Hercules hook? No, but I get the idea. It's like this wire. So you do a hole in the drywall, and then it's a wire that goes in mm-hmm. and then hooks around. That way, it can push into the drywall. Uh, okay. So if you think behind the wall, like there's an extra little hook that goes around so that it can push back on the drywall, so that there's a hook hanging. I see. It's meant to hold really well. Okay. I think I'll probably use those. Okay. I've seen them used in the past. I've, I've used them in the past. Yeah. But not for a long time. I understand. So I don't have any around. They sound like a big commitment if you were to purchase them. And if you're leaving in September, it's like, what are we doing? They're really just like little wires. They're not even that. Really? They're not that. I imagine them doing damage to your wall. No. Okay. No. Not unless they like somehow rip out. Ideally, they will. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, they probably shouldn't do damage. They, I would go. say that they do. They're, they're less impactful on the wall than like a big nail okay because they tend to be pretty thin this makes but sense because they, they got the leverage they tend to hold pretty well i understand so i think that i think that's the method but it's just i don't know some of the masks i definitely can't hang up because they're stinging huge but because of all this these things being transported i just got a million boxes you can hang up the bigger masks out there for sure did you see the bird one yeah that one's not even like it's so big you can't hang it up that's more like a how do you hang it up and still understand it's a bird mask you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my opinion. Some of them are also made of, like, stone. Uh-huh. That's not good. That's crazy. I can't do that. Okay, that's fair. This is so very valid. You need a shelf. Put up a shelf, Gray the Gray. I have so many shelves, but I've filled my shelves no. with other stuff that I've collected from so my sad. family just getting rid of things. You have to either upgrade to a larger home or downsize. It's okay to get rid of things. Yeah, I need to clean up my closet, actually. You know, at this rate, you will be a hoarder by your 30s. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. 
Yeah. That's always been like a, a very pressing possibility with me. Yeah, but we're become... on track if we don't start putting the motions forth now to to curb that behavior. Probably. Yeah. The thing is, though, JC, I don't think I'll become a hoarder uh-huh. because I want to hold on to things. Uh-huh. I think I'll become a hoarder because I'm not motivated to get rid of things, if that Same makes sense. Same deal. Just like, so if we set up a day, we said, Grayson, we're both free this day. It's time to go through all your belongings and get rid of stuff. You do it. Yeah. Okay. Like if we picked a day and we're like, hey, let's go through your closet and like figure out what you want to dump. Yeah. For sure. And I'd you would be totally dump stuff. You wouldn't like feel bad emotionally, like parting with stuff. I mean, there would be a few things. Yeah. But that, but for the most part. those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For the most part, I'd be fine getting rid sense. of like the vast majority of stuff. It's just, I haven't. Just ultimate laziness. Probably. The, yeah. That, no, it makes sense. That that sounds like it would be a big deterrent, you know? It really does. It really does gray the gray. Is there anything else on this list that's like super pressing to talk about? We have well, your water filter, factor meals, and a lot a lot of food themes and lunch with grandma on your list. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting my lunch with my grandma on Sundays going forward because now she lives in Austin full time. She was like, "Hey, can let's go? Like, we should pick a a day out of the week where we get together." And you're mm-hmm. like, "Okay, sure. Yeah, all um, right, like, whatever. Fine. Me, you, and Steven won't hang out anymore. It's fine." Well, that's it's what fine. I did. Is I picked Sunday lunches. Let's that way go. I can still hang out with you in the evening. Let's go. This is massive. This is huge. Oh, sorry, I'm just looking at the list, and I'm back on the feed two birds with one scone. That's all I put for my topic because I knew it would jog the whole memory of the pita thing. Oh, I hate. I still <laughs> hate the scone thing so much. It's really bad. Water filter, though? Yeah. You've seen it out there. I've had it set up for a little bit. It's doing good. I'm pretty happy with it. Uh-huh. It's solid. Cool. Nice. The water like legitimately you. tastes better than it does out of the tap, which That's is good. wonderful. And by tastes better, I mean it tastes like nothing now. Exactly. Rather than tasting a little like yeah. Eww. Honestly, so I think I've come to a determination. When I get water from the tap here in Austin, and I put ice in with, like, I use my ice maker and I drink, get the water and I drink it. If I drink it within like the next few hours, I think it tastes completely great. It tastes like nothing, right? But if I let it sit overnight, if I drink it in the morning, it tastes like ass. Well, you know why that is? Why? Because when things are hot or cold, you taste less. Really? Yeah, that's why coffee is um, less bitter while it's still hot. Okay. So while you have the ice in it, while it's still cold, you're not tasting any of the stuff in the water. Uh-huh. Versus when it like goes down in temperature, kind of mellows out, gets to room temperature. That makes sense. You're tasting it all. So your problem this whole time before the water filter was just you weren't having cold enough water. I mean, that was part of it. I was just drinking with ice and then hoping that my ice would last for a while. Yeah, that doesn't sound pleasant. Um, But my ice machine, it just doesn't make ice fast enough. I'm sorry. I apologize. But now I like solved. cold drinks. Problem solved. Yeah, and then I don't have to worry about it the next morning because, like, same thing as you. If I let it sit on my bedside table overnight, I wake up the next morning. It tastes awful. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that anymore. It still tastes okay in the morning. It makes sense. Oh, I have a couple things we still need to talk about, Grayson, that are, like, a little pressing. Can we try to speed through them? Really quickly before yeah, yeah, yeah. we speed through them. Okay. The factor meals thing. Have you oh, heard yes. of factor? I imagine it's like a, a meal like subscription plan. That's what yes. it sounds like. Okay. Yes, that is it. But instead of having to cook the things, it's all like pre-made and you just microwave it for two minutes. Okay. It's super convenient and it so has caused me to eat way more. cancer inevitably from all the microwave. Oh, probably. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in plastic containers and stuff. Too. <laughs> oh, great. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but super convenient. But now I've been eating a lot more. So I feel like I'm putting on weight. Let's Good weight or bad weight? Well, weight that I desperately needed because I was losing weight because I wasn't go. feeding myself properly. Mm-hmm. But even still. And also, it's kind of pricey. So I think I'm going to stop. It's like kid cuisine, thing. but for adults. 
basically that's yeah, exciting but they taste really good i'm kind of impressed by it, but it's, it just, awesome. it's just expensive mm-hmm. i think it works out to like 12 bucks or something like that for, for a meal for a meal and not it's not a like day. a huge meal mm. is the thing it's not like a massive meal it, yeah. it's it's a kind of a small size for someone my size well, it's probably like targeted at helping someone like control their weight you know, yeah, like it's, an it's average very person much, lose or control weight, and yeah. you are a above average sized person who needs to put on weight. So it's like these are opposite goals. Yeah. So if anything, not you worth be it. Ordering double the factory meals and paying double as well. Oh, it would just be so expensive. Well, I don't got the money, so I think I'm so gonna sad. stop. But I'm yeah. kind of disappointed. Straight off. Now go through your topics. Okay, okay, okay. The first one, uh, Kanye West released new music, right? Did we all hear it? I have not heard okay, it. Okay, it's not that good. It's like whatever. And he also just inserted some of the anti-Semitism into the music. That's which is like great. That's a lot. Um, but basically, he was caught in the airport, and they were interviewing him, TMZ. And he was talking about how he was misdiagnosed and prescribed medications that made him fat. Um, and he was talking about his bipolar, right? Or his like diagnosis, or misdiagnosis, as he calls it. Um, and he was saying, and this is a quote, I got this part word for word. He said, in reality, it was just signs of autism from the car accident. So, so he's true, Kanye. not bipolar, but when he got into a car crash in his twenties, it gave him autism. Darn right. This is current working theory. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely think he's autistic. Don't get me wrong. But also definitely bipolar. Oh yeah. That too. But I also don't think the car accident was at play. I think it was. I don't maybe, know. I think. Have we considered the science behind car accident-induced autism? Because listen, I heard yeah. this story about this one guy who um, like tried to dive into a swimming pool and then he hit his head. And then when he got out of the swimming pool, he started seeing everything as like mathematical formulas uh-huh. and like lines and stuff. That's that's got to make a man autistic. I mean, I guess so. Shoot, but like there are stories of Kanye like really acting autistic prior to the car accident, you know, and that's my main theory working against it. But it could have made him more on the spectrum, really pushed him further it into it. Yeah. yeah, so there's always that possibility. So we'll have to look into it. We'll have to. You're right. There's not a breadth of research there when there should be. Okay. There really should. Yeah. So we'll get on that. Also. Uh, Alohi and I had some correspondence this past week. We don't talk very often, right? So a message from Alohi is always like a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. And I got a message. It's just a screen cap of a conversation from her and Mahina. Do you have any idea what this is about? No. Okay. It's a conversation between her and Mahina. And I can go ahead and actually pull it up so I don't misquote anyone. Okay. I don't want her getting all like Steven-y about this. Um, and in this conversation with her twin sister Mahina... Uh, Mahina texts Alohi seemingly out of nowhere and says, there's a guy on the bus who looks exactly like JC. It's scary. And this is coming like months after Alohi was convinced I looked exactly like her barista. Do you remember this? I do. Yeah. I think the twins are incapable of like processing your face correctly. Well, Alohi has a different theory. Okay. She responds to her sister by saying, uh, JC kindly has a, com- or sorry, JC honestly kind of has a common face, um, to which Mahina responded with all caps, LOL. And Lowy just sent me that with no other context. And to which my response is, I can take the criticism, or not even the, the comment that I have a common face, but I won't take it from someone who has a doppelganger. Yeah, on who literally has someone who shares face. the same face. Okay, so just that is the first thing. 
Um, and then she called me a knockoff Timothy Chalamet, that Elohi, which is like, I could choose to take it as a compliment. Like, I understand that he's supposed but I mean, the whole knockoff thing isn't the kindest. That's not helpful. No. And also, I don't think Timothy Chalamet, like, the real one, not a knockoff, is that attractive either. I think you it's also just funky. don't look anything like him. I didn't think so. Like, I used to kind of see it, but then the more time has gone on, I, no. So, I have a common face is really the conclusion here. And it's sad, but it's something I guess I have to live with, you know? Um, but also, I'd be willing to just say Mahina and Lohi are bad at identifying my face. You know, I'm yeah, also happy no, with think, that theory. I think that is the theory. Because I look at my face and I'm like, this thing is kind of like messed up. You know, like there are features that are really exaggerated for no reason. Like you certainly don't have a common face. Yeah. The face is not it. I don't know what they're seeing. They're they're a unique case. I, I have a Neanderthal forehead. That's not true. It's I. Grayson, if it's nighttime and I take a photo from this angle, audience, I'm holding it below my chin. It looks like my eyebrows are a foot away from the rest of my forehead. <laughs> the shadow it casts is insane. That's I have really a Neanderthal's funny. forehead. I definitely do. That's really funny. Okay, but totally unrelated story, but this jogged my memory. When we were in Orlando. Okay. And we were leaving Universal. You Orlando, that? Florida, that is, for those who might not be familiar. Yep. When we were leaving this Universal and we went into the store kind of before we left and we were like grabbing last minute things. Where I got the Trolls merch. Um, I don't remember if it was Bim or Charco, but someone was with me and we were waiting for everyone else to kind of filter out so that we would all meet up again. Yeah. Someone walked past and I was like, oh, that must be JC. It was someone with a, a like a baseball cap and then the long kind of curly hair. Okay, okay. Um, and it was like right around the same height. But then she she turns. It was just some <laughs> middle-aged woman. <laughs> That's so A woman? Yeah. No. This is not where I expected. Th- so this goes to their theory of a common face because it's not but even a common But that's the thing. The moment I saw her face, it was like, no, absolutely not. Oh, I see. I think it is that your hairstyle is popular right now, the long kind of curly hair mm. among people among. with your hairstyle. I see. With, or hair type, I should say. Popular hairstyle. And then you have the kind of baseball cap. You just are expected of it. Like it. it yeah. If you see it, it's iconically JC in my mind because there's a persistent image there. Yeah. I think that's what plays into it. Like if I saw a six foot seven dude with blonde hair slicked back walking around, I'm thinking that must be Grayson. You know? Now when I see the face and it's not Grayson, I'm caught off guard. I feel like you don't even have to say the blonde hair slicked back. Like if you just see the back of someone who is as large as me, you're like, oh, there's Grayson. No, it's valid. It's so valid. Uh, what were we? Oh, my. You said the hairstyle being super common, right? Right now. Do I make it in? Like, am I riding the trend or do I have, did I have the hairstyle beforehand? Am I in the clear, Grayson? I don't know. I'm not good with trends. I don't. Well, that's why I'm asking. I didn't know this was a trend. I also don't know what type of hair I have. And I'm a little. So, listen, I had to order new shampoo and conditioner for the first time since I started using my current product. Like, I've had it for, like, a year and a half, and I'm just now having to re-up. It's, like, so good. It lasted so long. But the new packaging for it says, great for type 4 hair. I don't know what that means. I think it's a level of curliness. Oh. Okay. I think. I see. Do I have it? I don't know. Shoot. I made a new shampoo and conditioner. May have wasted 20 bucks. This could be really sad. Truly. And I'll blame Bim if so, you know? Rightfully so. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Bim, I haven't gotten my sweater from her yet. My Christmas sweater. 
it seems like it's going to take her years to finish it. Yeah, and I'm and, kind of okay with that. Yeah, not even because she's slow and not productive. Like, she's not lazy. It's just too big. It's just a massive undertaking. You I'm know? very excited for it, though. Every time, every every once in a while, I just kind of think of it. I'm like, man, that was such a thoughtful gift. I'm so excited for that. It's exciting. It's massive. I'm trying to think of like one of the PETA phrases I can use that's applicable for it, but just none were coming to mind. You know? It's feeding two Bim's birds with one a, scone. Oh, yeah, I guess so. No, I was gonna say don't Bim's say I a, guess so. It doesn't fit at all. Bim, no, I guess so. That works, you know? Bim should feed birds with scones. No, no, we went that. over this already. We should not do that. No, but if Bim did it, I'd be like, yeah, that fits. I can, like, I could picture in my mind's eye her tearing apart a scone and feeding it to a bird. Like Bim might. Yeah. But only if she could, like, not interact too much with the bird, you know? I guess. Like, you, if she could toss it at the bird. Like, she might be afraid of the bird? Yeah. Okay. Valid. Uh, no, but Bim's really got to grab the rose by the thorns here and, and get to work on your sweater, personally. Yeah. In my opinion. So, that's just my thought. Honestly. Personally. I uh, want that sweater. And I think those were the main topics, just the Kanye autism and the Alohi face stuff. I got a ticket for my car yesterday. Apparently, okay, listen, I've been going to South Congress here in Austin, like, since I was a 13-year-old, 12-year-old, 11-year-old boy, whatever. And there's parking on South Congress. It's so annoying because you have to, like, back into it at an angle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, where yeah. the home slice is? It mm-hmm. sucks, right? But you got to do it. It's been free my entire life. They just started charging for it, and I learned via a parking ticket. I arrived back to yesterday when I got to my car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a $20 ticket, so, like, it could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But they should give me, like, a grace period. You just added this. There was no notice. How am I supposed to know? Maybe there was a notice, and you just missed the memo. It's actually been like that since you were 13. That's actually really sad. There's absolutely no way, though. There's simply no way. But now I know. Regardless, I just have to park in the pizza parking lot, even if I'm not getting pizza, because I know I won't get a ticket. It's true. I might get towed, but I won't get a ticket. Darn right. So that's all we can ask for. Also, it ended up saving me money, because listen, okay, I got the $20 ticket. And then I was like, oh, man, because Brandy and I were about to go to a wrestling show right when we got back to the car and found the ticket. And I was like, oh, well, like, how about we park at a nearby Whole Foods and just walk to the arena so we avoid the arena, like, parking fees? Mm -hmm. And we, like, I didn't know how much the parking fee was going to be. But originally, I was just going to be like, whatever, we'll park nearby. We're arriving close to the bell anyways. Like, we want to not be late, right? But instead, because of this ticket, I was like, let's park at Whole Foods and then, you know, try to save the money. Um the parking at the arena, $23. So if anything, I made a $3 profit. Whoa. Yeah. So just moral of the story. Silver lining, if you will. Moral of the story. Yeah, exactly. All's well that ends well. Gray the Gray, is there anything else you'd like to talk about prior to us riding off into the gorgeous, beautiful sunset? Oh, this was a good episode. Yeah. Thanks to PETA. One. Thanks to PETA. Yeah, honestly. Guys, we love PETA. We'll we have a boy, oh boy, oh boy coming out soon. We will. Oh, that was one of my topics, too, that we didn't really have time for. But I think your friend probably hates me because I've unintentionally canceled on him twice now. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Did I unintentionally cancel on him twice now? No. No. Not really. Okay. That's good. Um, Because, like, 
in planning it out with him, it's not like we ever really set like a super hard, firm date. Okay. Which is why I didn't like pass a long time because I only got like he was okay with today, uh-huh. yesterday while I was working, and mm-hmm. it just totally spaced on that, you see, know. I see. Well, point um, is, a boy, oh boy, oh boy, the first one in over a year is coming down the pipeline. Is it, it is. Not? Yeah. It's under. It's underway. We've already begun working on and it. Also, don't even stress because when I I told him we had to reschedule again, I was like, hey, I totally spaced on. It. I took I took mm. the the full brunt of it. I was okay, like, this okay. was my bad. This is fortunate news. This is fortunate news. But Grayson, we'll be back next week, maybe even sooner, with the boy, oh boy, oh boy. Who's to say? Regardless, as long as we don't die, this podcast will continue. And even if we do, as long as it's not both of us, it'll still continue. So we'll hopefully be back next week. Honestly, even if we both die, I hope someone picks it up. Who? Realistically, Hans has access to the website. Hans has access to the website, but I don't see Hans doing it long term. Fair. You know? I don't see any of our people doing it long term. No, they they just don't they don't have the drive. Maybe my mom. Like if I recruited my mom before I died, I was like, Mom, please continue it, she would. I could believe that. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. So she would. But hopefully we don't get there. And if we do, shout out to Heather. She'll Honestly. be hosting next week. So goodbye everybody. Adios.